Hello and welcome to the X-Files Revisited. I'm your host, Graham Davidson, and with me as always is Brian Lomax. Join us as we systematically work our way through the full X-Files franchise. In each episode, we will tackle a single episode of the X-Files. So join along, watch with us as we discuss each and every detail on the X-Files Revisited. Hello and welcome back to the X-Files Revisited, to a very special episode where we are talking about Fight the Future, the X-Files movie from 1998. Brian, I've been looking forward to this. Mm, I have, yeah. Right, right since day one, I've been looking forward to this one. It's, it's, mm. it's, it's just a culmination, really, I think, because like this movie came out, and I've said this before, when, when, I, when it was at the height of x-files like fandom yeah. uh you know this this was the biggest show on television it was the biggest show in in my life at that point as a fan to have a movie coming out i was, mm-hmm. I was just like man alive i can't believe this is happening cherish the past i remember seeing the trailer for the first time the teaser trailer enjoy the present because the truth is coming. And I was just like, oh, joy, gasm. Um, so, yeah, to get to see Mulder and Scully on the big screen was just going to be yeah. awesome. I didn't get to see this in the cinema. I don't know if you did. Oh, um, right. It was VHS. Times. I picked up three times. Yeah. <laughs> I picked up so, on the good old VHS yeah. back in the day. So I do remember parts of the movie. It had been a long while since I had seen it. So there was large portions of it that I couldn't remember at all. And there were certain standout sequences where I just said, oh, I remember that. Yeah, I I watched this three times at the cinema. Mm. Um, It was one, one of the first films I ever did that with. The first film I saw more than once at the cinema was Scream. That was like 96, wasn't it? Yeah, um, I watched that several oh, times as well. Yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, Matt, and strangely, Jerry Maguire. <laughs> you say strangely. Mine was Batman and Robin. <laughs> I think okay, I was I in denial. It's, it was just pure <laughs> denial. As a Batman fan, yeah. I was like, nah, can't, no, can't be this bad. Can't be. I'm going to go <laughs> and watch it again just to make sure. It's, yeah, but um, Scream was the first film I saw multiple times at the cinema. And then I think... Batman and Robin probably the second, and then <laughs> this, 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 this I, saw, I saw this three times at the cinema. But not only that, but when it came out on rental at Blockbuster, I don't, I don't know if you have ever experienced this, but this, so this was back in the days of VHS, not DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, what they did, so when it was like the 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 new movie at Blockbuster, the latest release, they yeah. they literally just blitzed the shelf with it so everybody could rent yeah. it. And then w- within the space of about literally two or three weeks, once once everybody that wanted to rent it had rented it, Blockbuster yeah. would literally take half of their stock and just sell it. Uh, and I bought it, <laughs> X Rental, mm-hmm. because because I couldn't wait for it to come out um, on on home video. Um, which yeah. yeah, when it did, I bought it on home video, and then I bought it when it came out on DVD, and now mm-hmm. I've bought it on Blu-ray. So yeah. Um, <laughs> I 
so we open up on uh, North Texas, 35,000 years before Christ. Mm. Uh, cavemen hunting, they're kind of running over the yep. rough terrain. Looks like it would kill me in about two minutes, less than two minutes. Yeah. Um, and they, they enter this, this cave, an ice cave, where they are attacked by a alien. One of the cavemen gets killed, but the other caveman manages to, to come out victorious, kills the alien. Uh, but then a familiar-looking oil-slick-like worm comes out of said alien and in mm. yeah invades this caveman who just starts kind of screaming and then the the echo of that scream kind of brings us into modern day but, but before i get into modern day that that's mm. essentially our opening sequence <laughs> I love the fact that they, they have this like the great great descendant of the Jersey Devil kind of starting this movie. <laughs> uh, <seen. laughs> you know, it's a nice throwback to the series. Um, mm -hmm. it, it just it's showing you the scope of it as well, isn't it? Really, like yeah. you know, it, it's not it's being playful, but it's like in your face. We're getting to see alien right in the first sequence, fighting yeah. cavemen, oil. We're straight into like key aspects of the yeah. X Files. So kind of appreciate mm -hmm. that because my main thought going into this, because my memory was rusty, was is this going to be like um, set up for anybody to go in and watch it, you know, off the mm -hmm. street and be able to pick up the story? Or is it going to be something yeah. that's intrinsically tied to the series and you yeah. get the answer right from the start? Yeah, well, I I think it does a pretty, a fairly good job of of, of doing both. I think if you saw this movie first before any any of the the episodes, I think I think there's they do enough to allow you to follow the story. But I think, in all fairness, in 1998, who who's going to make this the first discovery of the X Files? You know, when it's on TV, <laughs> like it was the biggest thing at the yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, my 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 introduction to Firefly was Serenity. That movie was essentially the wrap up of the show, <laughs> although they made a few tweets as well, a few kind of yeah. I love the set. I love the ice cave set. Um, the lighting mm -hmm. on it is really beautiful. It's just you can tell it's like oh, we got a little bit of more money to play with, haven't we? <laughs> it's like, yeah, they've got you know it's not just like a, a little bit of a, a thing where they cheat by using certain angles. You now they go on a super wide, and you see this yeah. little caveman coming into the set. And it's like, wow, yeah, okay, you've gone to town on that. We mm -hmm. we recognise you've got more money, so yeah, okay, oh yeah. So we go from screaming caveman to present day as a kid falls through the cave, which is no yeah. longer in the uh, Arctic frozen looking wilderness. Yeah. yeah, the frozen tundra. It's it's actually um, <laughs> in what we now recognise as Texas, which is mostly just yeah. desert land. <laughs> So, yeah, kid falls through the cave. It's a human skull! Toss it up here, dude! No way, but why up this mine? For me at the time, I, I, I knew this kid right away from American Gothic. American um, Gothic, yeah. Yeah. So American Gothic was... It wasn't, it wasn't big because obviously it only, lasted, yeah. it, it only lasted one season, so it didn't really pull in the viewers. But for anyone who was a fan of that show... One of the predominant things about it was this kid. He was so yeah. good in that show 
like one of those child actors that didn't grate on your nerves but had a lot of charisma mm-hmm. and a lot of uh, character um particularly that accent which is carried with him everywhere he goes yeah uh, that cadence yeah. is just yeah oh yeah fantastic yeah you can't hide the accent i got the wind knocked out of looks like a cave or something when it came out, I was a fan of American Gothic, and I found out, oh, that, that kid from American Gothic is going to be in the X-Files movie. That's cool. But, yeah, for, for one yeah. scene. <laughs> so um, kid falls into the cave, and he gets infected by the same worm-like alien, which mm. kind of begs the question, oh, my word, has it been waiting down there this whole time? <laughs> yeah. um, to which the obvious answer is yes. Just to show you that we're in the movie and we can do differently, they do this wonderful shot where the camera cranes up to see the town and then it cranes back down just as the ambulance passes, almost passing of time, but just showing you like the expanse that we've got as all these emergency vehicles arrive on scene. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I thought like I, I thought that scene was absolutely wonderful. It's cinema, isn't it? It's yeah. it's, again, it's the, look, we, we can do things now that we can't do when we're doing the show and they do a they do a damn good show in a damn a damn good job in the show of making yeah. it feel cinematic there's so many times most in of the, the show. Time. yeah yeah most of the time there's the odd the odd jersey devil and whatnot but it's like yeah. um for the most part they do do a really good like how many times have we said that certain episodes yeah. have really held up and feel quite mm-hmm. cinematic it's, it's a testament to the show i think um that that yeah, that the, the the movie at times does feel like merely an extension of the show rather than, mm-hmm. but but no, if you're paying attention, the, it's definitely bigger. The scale is much bigger. We're in these big widescreen kind of panoramic views of things, and it's yeah, we're moving the camera in, in much better ways and filling the screen with things. It's it's great. As a fan, I was sat there glued to the screen way back when, just thinking, this is so awesome. What you got, TC? Talk to me. The fire crews arrive. Uh, A couple of fire crew members go down. They get infected. Uh, So the the, the lead fire guru guy decides, I don't know, I'll send some more down. (laughs) (laughs) So he sends some more in the hole, and that's when a chopper uh, turns up full of guys in hazmat suits, which is never a good sign. Um, Mm -hmm. a, A guy called Bronschweig gets out, gets on his phone, and he's like, Sir, the impossible scenario that we never planned for, well, we better come up with a plan. Which is an awesome yeah. line. Um, and, yeah, so it's, it, the whole scene plays with a real sense of urgency. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's just, let's keep that pace going. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Mm-hmm. So it keeps you in the race the, the whole time kind of thing. So, um, yeah, not much more to say about that. Other than, no, so this no. actor... The actor who plays Bronschweig, uh, most people mm. I think would recognise as being from Shawshank Redemption, uh, but he's mm. he's been in a lot of Frank Darabont stuff. Most I think all Frank Darabont stuff <laughs> that I can think of. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's, Frank Darabont uses this guy a lot, um, mm. but he's he's one of those character actors that when he's on screen, he's got quite a lot of gravitas. He was in uh, mm. the original Hitcher as well. Um, so he played the mm. played the remember. sheriff guy. Yeah, so he was the sheriff in the Hitcher. Who, okay. Yeah, yeah so but so I, I like him anyway. He's, he's a good actor. Mm-hmm. 
So, and that can be said about a lot of the cast in this movie. Yeah. So they do, they don't they don't go and get the big stars. What they do is they they get the best character actors. It's like these they're all loads of like Blythe Danner, um, Landau, Martin Landau. Uh, you know, it's, it's, Terry O'Quinn. Terry O'Quinn. So they get all these yeah. people who are like, you know, you've seen them before, and you know mm. they can act, but they're not mm. like big name kind of people. So. Yeah. So the the FBI search for a bomb. So we so we now go to um, Dallas. So the FBI are there. They're searching for a bomb. Terry O'Quinn's like the, you know Darius Michaud. He's, he's the, the lead agent, and he's mm. in the building where they're looking for this bomb. And he he looks out across the way, and on the rooftop of a completely unrelated building where they're not supposed yep. to be searching for a bomb is Mulder and Scully. Yeah. Searching for the bomb. <laughs> of course. But it looks rather um, uh, perturbed by this event as well. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. uh, yeah. No, he's not happy. Not happy. Yeah. Um, and of course, like, I don't know about you, but, you know, Terry O'Quinn, you see him in a movie, you think he's going to have a big part to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mulder, it's me. What's the first line that one of our two heroes utters. I can't remember. Mulder, it's me. <laughs> of course, it's Scully. And like it, it yeah. had to, if it was going to be Mulder, it'd be Scully, it's me. Or if it's going yeah. to be Scully, it's, it's, yeah. So Scully gets and, the first And it should line. be said, like, it's 12 minutes into the movie at this point. Mm. You yeah. know, like, it's a, it's a good chunk. It's what we're waiting on. We know they're going to be the mainstays, but it, they take their time. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's the the equivalent of an episode teaser, really. It's mm. Like if you think um, like a, any episode, you've got like a two minute teaser, and yeah, okay, now we've gone to a two hour movie, so yeah, all right, let's triple that. There's your teaser. But um, yeah, no, mm. it's great to see them. So when they come on, yeah, and it's like, boom, this is our movie. These are our heroes. Yes, Mulder and Scully, let's yeah. go. Um, instantly. We know we're in a movie and not a TV show because they start using coarse language. Um, <laughs> Mulder makes Scully jump and she takes the large name in vain. And uh, yeah, so, so it's, uh, I think, uh, does Mulder say something? Does he, does he say the S-H-I-T word? I don't know. I can't remember. They, they swear anyway in this movie. Yeah. But um, like mild swearing, but mm. yeah. So Mulder and Scully are looking for the bomb in the wrong building, which is, Pretty much something that Mulder would do. Um, mm-hmm. Mulder gives the impression that he's bored. This is emphasized by the fact that Scully says, Look, Mulder, I know you're bored, but <laughs> yeah, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of exposition in, in uh, mm-hmm. like the, the first third of this movie. Uh, was, yeah, the exposition exp, exposition's there for newbies, uh, but this is all stuff that like, obviously we'd get. But yeah, the X Files mm-hmm. has been closed, let's not forget. Uh, they're now on routine assignments, and Mulder's bored. Uh, he's yep. yeah, which which is why he's deliberately dicking about. And uh, Scully yeah. tricks him with the door, which is an absolutely brilliant moment. I had you. Oh, you did. I had you big time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she had all of us. Yes. You know, all, yeah. Like, yeah. It's not just it's yeah. not just Mulder. We're all there for a second. Going, Ooh, yeah, yeah. I still locked. Yeah. <laughs> Which, which which does make it a really great moment. It's like, yeah, I, I think there's so many like nice little Mulder Scully moments in this that one mm. 
for fans are like, yes, that's that's my team. That's my Mulder and Scully right there. This is what I this is what I live for. This is I love the Mulder and Scully banter. When we get it in the show, yeah. it always boosts the show. So I'm loving that we're having these moments here. And then I think mm-hmm. if if you are a newbie coming into this, I think you instantly are gonna kind of see the attraction to these characters. You're instantly gonna get yeah. why people talk about these characters so fondly. So they, they, they continue that obviously into the hallway. And uh, she, she's like, I saw your face, Mulder. And he's like, what face? It's like, and he's like, no, when I when I panic, I do this face. Yeah. And he just gives his she's, deadpan face. She's, she's like, that's the face. That that's the was face. He's like, you didn't see that face. <laughs> Which is a really great moment because, one, it's, it's funny. Uh, two, it's a really yep. great character moment. And three, it's kind of a bit of a jab at a lot of the critics at the time um because because mm. there, there were some critics who were kind of who always kind of said that Duchovny's performance was a bit too dry he was a bit like more monotone um and that was kind of their way of going deal with it <laughs> yeah uh, it's, it's the character it suits the character so Mulder goes to buy a drink and finds the bomb within a within a drinks machine and then he realizes he's locked in with said drinks machine and he calls Scully she doesn't yeah. believe him at first she thinks it's like it's him getting back at her yeah. <laughs> which again totally believable her reaction yeah. to that moment is 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 really great as well and then when he starts slamming on the door with some urgency it's like oh okay things are heating up a bit and i i love the way scully just suddenly goes into right i gotta own this situation boss mode yeah boss yeah girl boss mode just don't think just pick up that phone and make it happen they break down the door michelle comes in confirms yep it's it's an id like give some technical term for the bomb um yeah i i, I do love this how he like he, he's like hmm yeah i mean we see like so much plastic explosive and wires and i tell them and he's just like yeah it's a bomb yeah. <laughs> it's exactly what it looks like it's a, yeah it's, just it's like, a bomb yeah but he's very specific it's, as to what kind well, of trigger it has and all this stuff yeah. just to um yeah he knows a lot about this bomb yeah um, just to too go much back, I when, yeah when, when Mulder is going into the room and the guy is coming out we've seen that guy before haven't we mm. the person that's planted the bomb um yes i think he has been in the show as one of those dodgy hitmen yeah. that kind of props up now I'm sure because I, um, I, I seen him and I was like, oh, I've, I've seen him before. Brian's going to be so proud of me. I have definitely seen him before. Before they come in as well, Mulder's watching the bomb and uh, his phone goes off. <laughs> he jumps, jumps <laughs> out of his skin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like, Scully, you know that face. I think I think I'm pulling it again or something. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah, great moment. It's so fast paced. Like everything we've had so far, right from the opening, uh, yeah. right to the the kid falling into the cave, the introduction of Mulder and Scully, this bomb, their mission, the finding of it. The, the pace is just like it's, it's like that. It's just going, and the the littering yeah. in these little character moments as well. Um, you know, the pace isn't getting away from them. It's, it's not just about the mm. action. They're throwing in these character moments, little humorous cues that let us know who these people are. Uh, and it's just, yeah, yeah, such such a great introduction for them. Michelle basically orders everyone out. Mulder wants to say, 
wants to stay, but he's, he's like, you know, it, protocol. He's like, no, no, get your ass out, get everyone out, evacuate the building. So they get out, yeah. they leave. And then Michaud just decides to sit there in front of the bomb with his head in his hands. Wrong. We get the most infuriating moment, or one of the most infuriating moments uh, in the X-Files, when Mulder, for some reason, decides that he's going to go back in to the building. <laughs> like, there's literally seconds like, left. There's no time! <laughs> it's, it's, it's the tension, isn't it? You've got to build the tension. We know this bomb's going off. Yeah. You see the clock counting down. Mulder's like, oh, do I go in? Scott's like, no, we got to go. It's like, it does a good job of building that tension. What are they going to do? And it's like, yeah. you know... Um, well, I'm, well I'm, I'm shouting at the screen, just leave him, Scully. Yeah. Leave, <laughs> leave the idea. Like, yeah. He wouldn't even get into the elevator before this thing blows. Mm. This is a bit like Scully's moment in Kill Switch when, when Mulder's yeah. like, no, no, there's a missile coming. Like, let's, let's move. Yeah. And she's like, oh, whatever. So. <laughs> great sequence. Oh, really totally. great sequence. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just such a realistic looking bomb. Yeah. Um, like you see, you see so many bombs like in in movies where it's just yeah. like if it's, if it's Michael Bay, it just looks like a fireworks show, and then if if it's other ones, it just it's just it's too explosive. You got like gas canisters going yeah. off, and yeah. But you know what I really liked about it? Like it mm. doesn't decimate the building. It no, takes a just, chunk yeah, out of chunk, it. Yes, it's yeah. brilliant. Whereas, like, I keep thinking back to like, is it the start of Lethal Weapon 3? Where there's like a bomb, <laughs> no. a small bomb in a car, <laughs> and it's like a controlled demolition. Like, you know? Yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, um, no, it's, it's so good. And obviously there was inspiration there from the whole Timothy McVeigh kind of, yeah. you know, e- even having it in Dallas is very like, Bit, bit close to the bone there but it's again it's yeah. that it's that whole using real world events to kind of mm-hmm. paint a picture of the overarching government conspiracy shooting it the way they do making it feel very real world tapping into an event that had not long since happened um it, it was very kind of on the nose but it, it instantly it instantly hooked you into the reality of the film despite the fact that the, yeah. the reality of this film is is ridiculous. If, if you've seen the behind the scenes stuff on, on how they did that, it's, it's actually pretty fascinating as well. So basically Mulder and Scully after this are uh, uh, an FBI professional review. And yeah. basically what they're doing is they're looking for someone to blame yep. in Walks Mulder uh, to hear almost, to hear about uh, three firemen and the boy. So Mulder comes into the room late uh, just as they start talking about the firemen that were in the building Along with the boy, three mm-hmm. three firemen. Uh, that's very yep. important because actually it was there was four firemen. So there's three firemen in the building and a boy, and they mm-hmm. died in the explosion. So Mulder's like, "Hang on, what? There's, we evacuate the building. There was no one in there." And so he basically yep. gets told to shut up because he's disrespectful for being late. Do one. Yeah. Um, he gets sent away with his tail between his legs like a little schoolboy. <clears throat> yeah, dismissed. <clears throat> Yeah. So Skinner comes out into the corridor to talk to Mulder. He says, why were you in the wrong building? Um, and it basically says they're using this to, they're trying to blame you. And that's when Scully comes out into the co- into the hall, tells Mulder that they're, they're, trying to, they're, they're setting them up basically. So she's quitting. Mm. 
uh, and that's when Mulder gets called in. So she's 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 at the point where she's like, I'm ready to quit the FBI. Yeah. The bureaucracy here is one, it's ridiculous, but two, it's believable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's like so you're not gonna you're not gonna acknowledge the fact that you've saved a whole building full of people. What you're gonna do is you're you're gonna acknowledge the fact that a couple of people died or a few people died, supposedly, mm-hmm. and the public are going to want to know why, you know, why yeah. that is. So, so you're going to use, yeah. Basically, they're going to make out that if they had evidence that suggested they should be in that building, then why didn't they tell the rest of the crew? Because then the rest of the crew yeah. could have been in there. They could have found the bomb faster. And so, so you can see the reasoning there. You know, that's how they'd spin mm-hmm. it. But the fact of the matter is, they never would have found it at all if Mulder and Scully hadn't been looking in the building where the bomb shouldn't have even been, so. So, what do you do? What do I do? This is the point where Mulder goes all Basil exposition. So this 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 is a sequence that is made purely for newbies. It's like, if you're, if you're sitting here for the first time, this is the first yep. thing X-Files-y that you've watched, then let us catch you up on five years of history. <laughs> yeah. And for some of the people who have been watching the show, we get to see for the first time ever that Mulder has a local pub. <laughs> never, never been established before that he goes here nope. drinking. Mm-hmm. But throughout this movie, he will be. Yeah. Um, and, and it could be a first time, to be honest, because his yeah. career's on the rocks. It's, his partner's looking like he's yeah. quit, she's quitting. So it's it could be a... You know what? I'm going pub. I don't go pub, but I'm going to go. But uh, I will tell you something that it's it's a remarkable speech, isn't it? It doesn't capture <laughs> everything. Yeah, it's a, like as a fan, I mm. sit there watching it and I think that's Basil exposition. But I'm also like, actually, yeah. if I was a, if I was a newbie watching this, I'd yeah. be like, thanks for the catch me up. Now I can move on. Mm. That's, that's you, yeah. you're giving me everything I need to understand who this character is. Now we can get into the the nitty gritty. It's essentially like when you make a Batman film. Every time they make a new Batman film, they have to show you the parents getting killed yeah. in the street by the mugger with the pearls hitting the de- and it's just like we've seen that so many times now. It's like I, I would actually appreciate just a few lines of dialogue by a character that sums all that up, so we don't have to see it again, and then we can move <laughs> yeah. on. And it's just and it, it is essentially that you know we know Mulder's history as fans. We've heard him talk about his sister until we're blue in the face. We've seen him investigate it till we're blue in the face. Yeah. So just having this but, scene that catches us yeah. up. Yeah, but I think I think it's a huge but in the, in the fact that it's bloody entertaining. You're almost like fist pumping as he's <laughs> giving this monologue. So yes, it's exposition. Yes, we all know about it. But my God, what a, what a statement! It's just you're like, <laughs> yeah, let's go on, get on that yeah. soapbox. Yeah, and it, and it does become. A bit of a punchline as well because the the barmaid is like, I think that's enough for you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Played by Glenn Heady, Heady or Headley, yeah. Heady, yeah, Headley, um, yeah. Who's she was in ER, so like ER was really big around mm-hmm. the time this was out. So I knew her primarily from ER, and again, it's just it's one of those faces where you know she's a good actress, you know she can do any role she you know that you give her. And she's just in this little role. Like they didn't need to give this role to someone that was so recognizable. Yeah. But they did 
and it just makes her come off the screen as an actual person in this world, even though we're not really going to see much of her. Mulder goes outside to have a pee on an Independence Day poster. <laughs> nice little uh, kind of screw you to... It's like, oh yeah, yeah. This is how this is how you really do an alien invasion movie. So, um, no, I, I like Independence Day, so but but it's, it was a nice little, <laughs> nice little crack. That's when he's cornered whilst having a having a wee by Alvin Kurtzweil, who comes outside to speak with him and claims to have worked with his dad. Says Michaud never tried to stop the bomb, and that FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency had offices in the building that exploded. Yeah. Uh, the bodies in there were already dead and they needed to hide it. Mulder gets yeah. into a cab and redirects it after some consideration. So now, I, yeah. I, I love the uncomfortable nature of this alley <laughs> meat. It's just something <laughs> wrong about it. And Kurzweil just feels like odd as well. It's just the way he like fucking <laughs> drops his fly. himself. <laughs> <laughs> you're like it's so unnecessary yeah. it's just it's something kind of lascivious about it i don't know why um yeah. but what, what else is that yes there, it says um in, i knew your dad we were fellow travelers you know and i just i thought of the episode travelers you know yeah. it's a throwback to his dad because i love that episode i just yeah. like that little line yeah Absolutely. Scully gets woken up by Mulder banging on the door. Um, it's like, he just like wanders in all like, yeah, you you asleep? He's like, uh, yeah. It's like it's two o'clock in the morning, not it. It's like, it's yeah. a, she can like basically smell the alcohol in him, but he's like, yeah, get yeah. dressed. I've got an autopsy for you. Well, at first she's just kind of like, no, this isn't happening. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you drunk, Mulder? I, I, I was until about 20 minutes ago, yeah. Was that before or after you decided to come here? What exactly are you implying? And he's, he's, oh, it's <laughs> the furthest thing from his mind at this moment. Yeah. He's like, I it's, want it's... you to put all your clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just typical, isn't it? It's typical. Yeah. He always pulls her away from either something she's doing that she's enjoying or sleeping, <laughs> or sleeping uh, to go and look at a dead body. And it's like, it's just Mulder yeah. all over. Hey, Scully, shot... Francie, doing a late night auto. Chopper lands. Yeah. yeah. Chopper lands at the North Texas site and out mm -hmm. steps Cancer Man. So, yeah, this is, yeah. this is our big bad, essentially, of the show. Um, we know it, but. How do you introduce him to a new audience that doesn't know it? Well, you bring him in with two choppers that land and you get that kind of low down angle and he lights up the cigarette in the dark that kind of lights up his face yeah. and instantly you know this is this is the bad guy. Oh, he's, he's so badass that he could actually light a cigarette in the downdraft of two choppers. <laughs> That's how badass he is. Like, what yeah. a guy. <sighs> So Braunschweig shows Cancerman the gestating organism in one of the firemen, um, which looks gnarly. It's, it's like a kind of waxy viscosity. It's all, mm. oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, bas it's basically like an egg. 
it's treating mm. the the human host like an egg. So in, in the same way that the chicken grows by sucking all the nutrients like, of the egg and then popping out. Yeah, it's it's like that really. But uh, quite the disgusting. The egg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's really disgusting. Mulder and Scully talk their way into the morgue. Now this is one of those sequences that. Yep. Yeah, so we, we got it in, I think I mentioned this actually in The Red and the Black. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so it was Patient X and then The Red and the Black. If you remember, they go to the military kind of base and they see yep. that truck coming out. Um, but before that, they, they're like... That's been Mulder talking. abandoned Scully, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's been Mulder abandoned Scully. But it's, it's, it looks like it's going to play out well, like one of those typical scenes where it's like, well, you get on the, you get on the horn, so you, you, know, you wake up your superior officer because he told us to be here. <laughs> I'm calling my CEO. Listen, son, we don't have time to dick around while you demonstrate your ignorance in the chain of command. It works. It gets them through the door. It's well played. Um, I love the the naivety of this soldier who literally is on guard duty for a reason which is that yep. he is incompetent <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna have you guarding some dead bodies because no one's gonna be interested in a bunch of dead bodies so you're stuck there turns out mm -hmm. people are interested yeah. in them so so Mulder and Scully find the bodies of the men who died at, at the bomb site only to find their jelly bodies slowing uh slowing what can't even read my own writing. <laughs> oh, showing no sign of death by bomb blast. So mm. <clears throat> this is when so Sc Scully sees the body and it has that same kind of viscosity about it, and it's it just looks like a jelly man. And she's like, yeah. well, I can't tell you what killed this man. I'm not sure anybody else could claim to either. So they move one of the bodies so that Scully can perform an autopsy in secret. Um, and then so as usual, Mulder leaves Scully to it, ditches her. She's 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 in the dangerous position of getting caught while he's swanning off, kind of doing his thing. Yeah. So more you think he's like, what do you think he's always walking away from these sequences going, She's got a body, she'll be happy. You know, like <laughs> leave her to it. <laughs> you think I mean I would, I would love to see what the bad blood take of this sequence was. Yeah. Um yeah. It's, it's just like I think it would be very reminiscent of the autopsy sequence we saw in Bad Blood, to be honest. Yeah. Um so Mulder goes to Kurt Vile's apartment where the cops are looking for kiddie porn. So he turns yeah. up and Kurt Vile, yeah, his, 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 his flat's just been raided. The police are there. He's, you know, it's, it's clearly been planted. Clearly, like, it's I'll probably get the video taken down there, but it's, probably, it's, like a, it's like a Russell Brand situation. Just just putting it out there. Just putting it out there. I feel like, you know, guys, guys starts talking about stuff that the government don't want you hearing. I gets a little bit too on the nose and all of a sudden he's being accused of all manner of things. Um, but yeah, we'll move on from that just before we, uh, we get, we get more of cracking a joke. <laughs> yeah. As well. yeah. 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 So, so yeah. You looking for him for some other reason? I had an appointment for a pelvic examination. <laughs> Kurt's wild collars molded down the street and he tells him that FEMA have way too much power to be handling a supposedly small viral outbreak in Texas. Mm. Therefore, it was something bigger, a biological weapon that the government has been working on for 50 years, which still mm. has no cure with aliens as silent partners. So we've had 
yeah suggestions in the show before like mm -hmm. most notably it was in um Heronvolk. Mm -hmm. uh so that was the, the season four opener that's when we were introduced to like the bees and we got the sense that the syndicate were definitely working with the alien bounty hunter they, they you know there was yeah. some kind of agreement going on there um but yeah here we're flat out saying okay the aliens and the syndicate are in league with each other to create yeah. based on this scene to create a a virus a possibly alien in origin that has no cure so it's like oh okay D does any of that feel like a revelation to you like no i think that became pretty apparent yeah. um like particularly through the whole i can't remember which two part it was it was the one with that blonde lady yeah that yes yeah, so that was patient x and uh yeah yes because because they were doing the, they had the cure thing didn't they it it does yeah. a lot of it does feel like almost a repeat of a lot of the stuff yeah. that was done in Patient X and Red in the Black. I, I think in that one, it becomes really apparent that they're working with the aliens, but they don't mm -hmm. trust them, and they're trying to find like a side cure for everything so that they yes. can negate yeah. if it goes sideways. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So this this almost kind of feels like a reiteration of that, but it's like, yeah. we're going to do it. We're going to do that. We're going to do Patient X and uh, Red in the Black, but with a movie budget. That and that's yes. essentially what it kind of but, feels but like. better. Again, though, if I was coming to this as a newbie, I feel like all of this stuff, all of these scenes between Kurt's file and Mulder, feels really dense. And there's a, there's a later sequence with well manicured man and Mulder as well that, that feels really dense. Um, mm, the dialogue's yeah. just like, whoa, information overload. It's like, I feel like I cotton on to what's been said because we've already been told it to a large degree in the show. Yeah. But I feel like if I was a newbie, I'd be like, this is like some major political thriller. All the president's men meets Independence Day kind of like stuff yeah. going on. Um, so, uh, and I don't know whether that would be a draw or a turn off. They want to discredit you for what? Because I'm a dangerous man, because I know too much about the truth. Now that uh, end of the world apocalyptic garbage, you right? You know my work? Scully does her autopsy. Nearly gets caught. Um, yeah. so it's this scene where she's kind of hiding under a gloopy body, which is quite disgusting. Uh, yeah. Mulder calls her, <laughs> almost gives her away. She's like, yeah. bloody <laughs> uh, tells her to meet him in Dallas. He's off to mm. look at the bomb site evidence, and yeah, she she hides under a gurney. So, yeah, but there feels like there's a bit of tension to this sequence. You feel as if she could be caught and get in trouble. Yeah. And She's doing her best, and then she's she's obviously, you know, Mulder, I can't go. I've got this hearing tomorrow, and he's like, come on, come out and play. It's fine. <laughs> you know, it's like almost like that egging on. Scully meets Mulder in Dallas, uh, says she <laughs> yeah. found a, a protein code in the bones of the fireman that doesn't exist. So yeah. when she checks some of the bones from the Dallas site, the look on her face seems to suggest that those bones match um so they they too have the same protein that doesn't exist it's gone what it's 
left the body. Braunschweig goes down. I love this sequence. This is a great sequence. Braunschweig goes down to administer the vaccine to the body. Yep. Can't help but feel it's a bit late at this point. Yes. Like, <laughs> what are they hoping for? A quick turnaround, or you know, like, yeah. kind of feels like. And it's again, wasted. why? Why isn't this monitored twenty four seven? Like, why don't you have cameras <laughs> or something? Like, the last thing they are expecting is for this vicious alien to chest Well, as we've discovered, the time. last thing they're expecting was this scenario to happen, Brian, yeah. because they tell us <laughs> the, the, the impossible part. scenario. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Braunschweig goes down to administer the vaccine, finds that the body is wide open, and then he's attacked by this, this mm. vicious-looking alien that's similar to the one from the beginning that attacks the, uh, yeah. the cavemen. Um, and the, the, the coldest thing... Just the absolute coldest thing is that the men he works with yep. just close the hatch and bury yep. it. Mm -hmm. And when you see that sand hitting the glass, it's just like that. That's always stuck with me. It's always stuck with me. Um, just when I saw it Which for the is, first time in the cinema, yeah. I was just like, Oof. "It's it's fantastic. It's a great sequence." But at the same time, you're like, "Don't go back down that bloody ladder, you fool." Get your ass up that. Is it, what can he do though? It's like leave it. If they're just going to bury it alive anyway. Just get out alive. Yeah, like, nobody. He, the, he couldn't get out. He's halfway up the ladder, and then he's like, "Oh, I think I see it. I think I see the giant alien yeah, no, creature." But, but the, yeah, but this is before he's been attacked, though. Yeah, yeah. So look, I'm sorry if there's a giant alien creature down in a dark cave. I'm going back up that thing and just covering uh, the yeah. hole. <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm not going to go. Yeah, I've got oh, I I make a vaccine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. It's like, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, so, uh, I'm coming back up and I ain't coming back yeah. down until I've got like, yeah. like a military Steal squad it, with me. Cover it. Yeah. Park on it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a meeting has been set tonight in London to determine a course. Who called this meeting? Strughold. Well-manicured man watches his grandchildren playing out in the country manner that looks oh so very British. Um, yep. it, it's, it's one little sequence in England that just kind of creases me a bit because I'm just like, this This is how America sees England, isn't it? Red buses and black yeah. taxi cabs and British stiff upper lips kind of yeah. toffs yeah. with children that wear shorts. And, yes, somebody yeah. with a monocle in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, thankfully, it is mercifully short. Um, yeah. But but yeah, it it, it does does kind of rub me the wrong way a bit. Um, although well manicured man, you know, let's face it, he is going to be of the upper class, the upper yes. crust kind of of British society. Yeah. So, as yeah. as much as it pains me, it does feel like, given the character, it would be an honest kind of representation. But it's still great on yeah. nerves. He receives a call basically, and it's cancer man saying that Strughold has called a meeting. Strughold, character played by Armin Mueller-Stahl, who, based on this movie, I would yep. say, seems to be the head of the syndicate. Yep, he's Iron Man. He's Yeah, he, he seems it, to be... There's a shot, there's a shot when um, Will Manicured Man turns up, and I instantly thought, is there going to say, it's an Avengers Assemble shot? With all the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just... Um, I get the sense that out of everyone in this oh, yeah. room, 
he holds the most power. He holds the most sway. It feels yeah. like most people are bowing to his whim. Um, like he, mm. he's, if anyone gets the last say, it's going to be him, which is a real shame because we never see this guy again. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So he's, he's just in this movie. We never see him again. And I feel like it was a real missed opportunity because at the very least, we should have seen this guy go up against Cancer Man at some point. Now, th there is an explanation that comes later in, in season six, I think. Yeah, mm. season six, that would explain why we never see him again. Uh, but even so, even in that explanation, we didn't actually get to see him within the particular situation of, of yeah. So I'll I'll re I'll I'll tell you when we get there. But um, okay, we're not there yet. But uh, so but yeah, Strughold seems to be the man in charge. Uh, they, they, so yeah, he's been called to the meeting with Strughold. So at the meeting, a well manicured man is informed of how the virus has turned into a new extraterrestrial biological entity. So yeah. th this is. So clearly, this is a surprise to them. So this is the revel this is the revelation really in in the movie uh, at this point, mm. which is that we've got the ale the, the alien oil slick virus virus. We've seen it infect people. We've seen it take over people. We've seen it control people. You know, it controlled Krychek and various yep. people. They knew it was a virus. It mm. worked like a virus, but it was also an alien organism, and they were they were looking for a cure for, for it basically yeah. but now this thing has just turned into an entirely new life form and they've suddenly like kind of gone okay mm. what do we do with the virus then are we making a virus for nothing are we just yeah. merely like meat sacks for these things to erupt from us um so yeah so, so it's like does this mean that they've been used all along to help repopulate the planet by the alien race um so they intend to hand one of the bodies over <laughs> to see how the aliens react yeah <laughs> <laughs> and well manicured man isn't too happy he's not too thrilled with that idea you i i personally am kind of seen it from his side of things all our work if it's true They've been using us all along. We've been laboring under a lie. They also say that Mulder has seen too much and needs to be taken out. He's not too he's not too thrilled with that idea either. Mm -hmm. So they say take away that which he holds most dear. Um, and obviously we know, given that we're fans of the show, the only thing he holds most dear at this point is Scully. So and flower seeds. Sunflowers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, again, a lot of information yes. in that scene that you kind of have to digest pretty quickly just in order to kind of stay up to yeah. date with like what, what what are the details here that we most need to focus on? Because they're telling us some things we already know, but there are also mm. some other things that we don't know. But how do those things we don't know relate to the things that we do know? And how does it yeah. change the things that we did know? Given that these these aliens can now spontaneously combust into new life forms, does that render the the, the pursuit of this vaccine useless? I'm with well-manicured man. I think the idea of yeah. handing a body yeah. over simply to see how they're going to react is a stupid idea. 
Yeah, I, th- I think, <laughs> I mean, these guys should know that information is power, so let's yeah. not give it away. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. You'd assume. I'd, I'd, I'd be thinking, if we give the, the, these bodies to the aliens, the aliens are going to go, crap, run to us. Time to invade. Let's go. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. Um, gonna, or they're going to go, thanks, this is new. Let's do some tests. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, Mulder. I don't see any evidence of an archaeological or any other kind of a dig site. Yeah, Scully and Mulder in the desert. There's a new park there. Uh, then the, Which the, looks the natural. It looks like it's been there for years. <laughs> really fresh. Green, green really grass fresh. in yeah, the middle yeah. of an orange desert. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the kids rock up on bikes, and these are the kids that were like friends of the uh, the American Gothic kid from the, from the beginning. Um, Mulder flashes his badge, as he's prone to doing. Um, I, I love how they work all the little things that the characters are famous for in the series, like Mulder mm-hmm. calling, saying, Scully calling, saying, Mulder, it's me, flashing his FBI badge at everyone and leaving Scully to do an autopsy. It's, it's just, it's yeah. all the, the the full gamut of, uh, yes. of traits. The, the good that, tropes, yeah. 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 So Mulder flashes his badge to prove that he is an FBI agent. And basically they get, to the bottom of the fact that these kids' nice swanky new bikes were given to them by the people who also planted the park um, literally that morning by the look of it. Uh, and uh, yeah. So when Mulder asks them which way did they head, uh, the kids are like, well, they drove away in tankers, like a bunch of white tankers down that way. So yeah. next thing we know, Mulder and Scully are in hot pursuit looking for these tankers. Five years together, Scully. How many times have I been wrong? Never. So Mulder drives. They get to a fork in the road. Oh, which way did they go? Left or right? So Mulder just goes straight on across desert land. Um, And then they get to like a dead end. And I will just say this particular sequence where they're driving, Mark Snow's score is is the the best it's ever been. I, I love his score. It's full orchestra. So they hit a dead end, basically, um, and yeah. kind of Mulder starts to think, ah, crap, really made a mistake, balls this up. And then Scully's like, she's quite pissed because she's got a bit of hearing. And then Mulder kind of lets it slip that, you know, there's something else about this quest that they're on. Yeah. We're not chasing tanker trucks, Scully. We're chasing evidence. Of what exactly? <clears throat> Mulder. The virus may be extraterrestrial. She's super pissed. <laughs> She's like, oh, come on, Mold. <laughs> yep. Uh, and it's it's at that point that a train goes past with three massive white tankers on it. <laughs> yes. So they're like back in hot pursuit. But yeah, I, I love the frustration from Scully because it's just mm-hmm. it's it's a pure Scully moment. We've seen that face many times before. We also see that that childlike quality that Mold gives when he realizes he's been found out, which we've seen many times before. Yeah. It's just again, it's just a really great kind of character interaction, which as fans, we've seen it before. We know it's them. We're in a comfortable yeah. zone here with them. Uh, as newbies, you'd be like, this is some really good kind of character interactions. The relationship, like just the fact that they can say so much with just looks yeah. between the two of them is so good. And it's, it's the old the old thing of um, you should have known better. <laughs> You shouldn't have been so gullible for this, you know. Like both as bad as each other. It's like they're playing a yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Never in the like, game. Yeah, Scully, 
you should have known better. This is Mulder we're talking about here. So, yeah. yeah. They follow the train to a cornfield in the middle of the desert with two massive domes. They enter one of the domes and yeah. it's all like buzzing. It looks very kind of sanitized, very white. And then all of a sudden, run. <laughs> They run out of the place, and this this kind of machine bursts a lot of wind out to, to kind of dust them down with bees, uh, and and they get out, and they're kind of freaked out, and they're like, "Ooh, that, that was something, wasn't it?" Um, and it's that at that point that for me, this is my least favorite scene. Um, okay, because it why so. Because it comes to nothing. It's only at the point that this sequence ends that it feels like it comes to nothing. But it's a little later on, um, Kirchweil says to Mulder, you weren't you weren't chased down by black helicopters. If if they were chasing you down, you don't escape. They would have got you. Um yeah. which is which so that kind of clues you into that, yeah, they chased them off, but they weren't really hunting them to kill them. They were just like, mm-hmm. scare them off, get them out of here, job done. So for me, it's just it's it's quite a prolonged sequence of Mulder shouting, Scully! 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 Talk to me! Come on, guys. <laughs> it's just, and then they just they run out of the end of the cornfield after all this drama. And then they look yeah. up and the, and, and the choppers are just gone. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so that was a whole lot of nothing, really, wasn't it? Why bother going to the expense of getting the choppers in and flying them around if if that's it? Could we not at least have like a couple of SWAT guys jumping down and taking shots and <laughs> Mulder and Scully have to, you know, it, it just... It just feels like it came to a whole lot of nothing. Scully makes it to her hearing uh, where she presents evidence, uh, which is the, the the bone fragment kind of thing. Um, she So w- while Mulder meets Kurtzweil and tells him what they found, Mulder yeah. thinks the bees might be a delivery system for the virus. And, and that's when uh, Kurtzweil says, That would be my guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then an argument ensues because Mulder's like, "Your guess, your guess." Like, and then, and then he's, he starts kind of putting two and two together, and he's like, "Hang on a minute, am I been a patsy?" Is he just like spun yeah. me a line? And yeah, and he's just, I he's mean, just, realistically, like, what has he told Mulder? You know, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mulder has definitely told yeah. him more than he's told. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 Mulder goes home to look through some family photos yeah. where he sees Kurtzweil in a picture, uh, which kind yeah. of puts his fears at rest because, mm. yeah, after that conversation, you're like, you did not work with Mulder's dad. So, but yeah, so the, the, seeing him in the photo does confirm that, okay, no, he did work with Mulder's dad. Yeah. So may, maybe maybe he isn't as shady as he seemed in that mm. last scene. Scully arrives to say that she's being transferred so that's it. Yeah. She's quitting. She's she's handing yeah. in a notice. She's done. Yeah. Uh, Mulder tries to convince her to stay. She says no. It's it's, it's a no go. To throw back to my earlier comment about movies I've seen multiple times, Jerry Maguire. This is the almost feels like the you complete me scene. You kept me honest. 
You made me a whole person. I owe you everything. Scullion, you owe me nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really does feel like Mulder's just like, you complete me. It's a yeah. flipping rationalism and a dogged scientific worldview that saved him time and time again. And he ain't kidding. <laughs> Yeah, you completely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it has saved him time and time again. I mean, just like Endgame, when you know it was her science that saved him then. So, um, yeah, yeah Dodcom, <laughs> a science saved on then. Um, Move on. And then it comes to that moment that all X Files oh. fans have been waiting five years for. They, yeah, yeah, no, no. They move in for the kiss. That's your sister. <laughs> <laughs> It's looking like it's going to happen. They're finally going to kiss. And then, oh, ow, oh, oh, just been stung yeah. on my neck. Oh, what on earth? And then a classic, classic Scully moment where she literally starts to go unconscious. Her body's shutting down. Her systems are all starting to fail as this bee sting is affecting her. And she starts dictating. Like, self-diagnosis. Yeah, she's doing this out loud, self-diagnosis, so that he has all the information to relay to the people on the phone. And it's just, it's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's exactly what a medical doctor would do. Yeah. Um, it's just like, yeah. But it, it's great. But, but it's just that, it's the idea that even in a moment where she should be freaking the hell out, and 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 like you know what what the hell's happening to me right now? No, she's she's just listing the symptoms. She's like, whatever this is that's that's happening right now, could kill me, could be life threatening. So I better just list everything that I'm feeling and going through just so because because it could save me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's just Scully all over. Uh, so Mulder calls an ambulance, and when the ambulance gets there. Mulder kind of recognizes the driver, and just as he starts to go, hey, I know you, the driver pulls a gun and shoots him. And uh, while Mulder lies on the floor with a presumably a bullet in his head, um, we hear the siren of what is presumably the, the ambulance that, that Mulder actually called before his yeah. call was intercepted. But that's, it, that's, that too. that's the same guy for, who does the bomb at the start isn't yeah. it yeah yes yes yeah yeah but it's just it's it's so like like the, the gunshots unexpected yeah like isn't it like it's yeah yeah it's, it's like, i think before yeah they just kind of drive away is done but this is like a yeah oof. yeah this is this is just a no just yeah. like and and, and, the, and the 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 sound of that gun as well is really kind of oof yeah, Ow. It's, it's, point, it's point blank, and it's like, how are you going to survive mm. a point blank gunshot to the yeah. head? Scully is transported via a cargo plane. Uh, she's on this, like, kind of what looks like a glass coffin, and Cancer Man, once again, doing what Cancer Man does, lighting up a cigarette, just just standing there, being a, being a bad guy. Um, yeah. Cowardly Lion, Scarecrow. Then we get a scene in the hospital where the lone gunmen help Mulder get out of the hospital. So this is literally their, their one and only scene. Uh, we had to have him in there because it's yeah, it's the lone gunmen, um, and it's just like basically it's, it's Mulder got shot in the head so that we could have a scene with the lone gunmen. Yeah. That that is all. Um, but 
as a fan of the show, we needed it. Yeah. It, it adds nothing. It doesn't, it doesn't, if Mulder didn't get shot in the head, he'd just go on to his next bit. He'd go to the hospital, find out Scully wasn't there and realize he's got a, it, you know, so it'd be a lot quicker. Um, but yeah. no, we want to see the long gunmen. It's the movie. Mm-hmm. We've got to have them in there. So yeah, they randomly show up. And if you're a newbie, you sat there going, who the hell are these guys? <laughs> it's like, who are these three randomers? It's just, they show up, Mulder text one of their clothes, and then that's it. They yeah. don't show up again. But again, it's it's pure fan service. Kurt Vile is cornered by Well Manicured Man at the bar. Um, it's the last we see of him. <laughs> uh, Mulder arrives at the bar just moments later to find Well Manicured Man and his lackey loading the trunk. Well Manicured Man offers Mulder the vaccine and Scully's location in return for a something I can't read. <laughs> my, yeah. my handwriting's crap. So what, what's it in return for? <laughs> Oh, a, 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 a chat, a chat. That's what it is. <laughs> In return for a chat, yeah. So, <laughs> oh man. So yeah. So 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 he says, look, I'll give you the vaccine and Scully's location, but I need a chat first. And Mulder's like, I don't trust you as far as I can throw you, but yeah. I don't really have much of a choice. So he gets in it. He gets in the car with him, and it's at this point that. Um, now I don't know if you watched the theatrical version for this or whether you watched the slightly extended cut. Um, uh, I, I I don't know. I think mine's was two hours twelve minutes. Right. That that so that's that's the extended one. Two hours twelve. Right. Yeah, I, I'm I'm sure. Right. Okay. Okay. So we, we, it's definitely the extended cut. The the theatrical one is is a bit shorter. But um, so this sequence in the car with well manicured man where they're talking is a lot longer in the extended cut. And there's, there's some stuff in there that just gives you a bit more character stuff, a bit more like, it, it, yeah, as, as, as a, as a fan of the show, there's, there's a few things in there where you're like, Oh, okay. That weren't in the theatrical cut, which was quite mind boggling to be honest. So they go for a drive. Well, manicured man tells Mulder that the virus is alien in origin and was the original inhabitant of earth. It has laid dormant underground until the alien race returns to colonize. Mulder's dad chose Samantha to be taken as part of the program in order to keep her alive. And they struck a deal with the aliens only so they could get access to the virus and develop a cure. Mulder deduces that Kurtzweil is dead and wishes to get out of the car uh, well manicured man tells him to get to Scully, uh, puts a gun to his head to tell him to get moving now. And then when he gets into back into the car, and that's it for well manicured man. Um, oh, oh, is it? Is, is yeah, that pretty much? Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. So, um, yeah, John Neville, uh, probably, probably. Be, other than Cancer Man, obviously, my, my favourite member of the syndicate. <laughs> yeah. He, he always felt like a, a, a counterpoint to, to Cigarette Smoking Man. You know? Yeah. So I, yeah, That's a shame. I kind of thought it was like a bait and switch, like he might not have. Mm. 
didn't you? Well, it was yeah. set up that way, wasn't it? It was set up where yes. we're going to kill him because because it's a movie, so we need to kill off yeah. one of the main characters so that you know it's it's like a big moment for fans. But it was done mm. in such a way that it's like, mm, yeah, yeah, I don't think he's dead. Yeah, yeah. Like I've seen a movie before. I know it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> that car is parked over a sewer grate. I'm telling you, yeah. and there's a breakaway floor in there. He's, oh yeah. No, but no, he's gone. Um, so yeah, that's a shame. But uh, but yeah. So the, the the thing in that talk that wasn't in I, a theatrical cut is yeah is that thing about Mulder's dad being the one who chose. Samantha to be taken in mm. order to protect her because by mm. making her part of the program, she she would stay alive. I, like, I did love the bit just just at the, the, when Kurtzvolt's talking to the, the the real manicured man, and then it cuts away to Mulder coming out, and these two guys are just like looming over the the boot of the car and closing it. <laughs> it <was just> like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we all know oh, who's yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mulder makes his way across the Arctic in a snowplow. He gets to the coordinates where he kind of whips out his binoculars. He spies Cancerman, and then he starts running. Uh, he he realises, oh, I'm going to have to leave my uh, snowplow here because I can't, I can't just go driving up to that place in my snowplow. It's like, hello, boys. <laughs> he starts running across the ice towards this location, um, yeah. and then he suddenly falls. <laughs> into a network of tunnels uh so you <laughs> you, you realize that this so this whole flat piece of ice has got something underneath mm. it um that they're, they're doing something under there and it don't look kosher i don't know what i would do but i i do know that i would never go further down <laughs> me. <laughs> like, i'd be trying to get up but yeah, just like, well, that, yeah. that's mm, a hole Mm, color yeah. me curious <laughs> <I'm going down. laughs> yeah so the, the big question obviously is is this a spaceship because it sure as hell feels like a spaceship um there's bodies in tubes uh there's you humans know, I, I felt i felt like it was like he'd walked into the, the matrix at parts uh, or mm, i was yeah and then and i uh, the first alien kind of movie you know, that kind mm -hmm. of greasy workman like spaceship yeah yeah, felt like that kind of environment. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in this that when you look at it, you go, ah, it's a bit, bit matrixy, isn't it? And then you it's realize, before. oh, actually, this is a year before the matrix. So, uh, who stole from who? And we, I mean, we know that the matrix stole from like so many sources, but made it its own. So, that's you know, yeah, doesn't take anything away from the matrix, but there's definitely a look and feel to, to this, yeah, set but and this, at the same time, you're going like it's. It's, it's a bit like the Matrix, but it's also kind of taking stuff from Alien and making yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. They always yeah, cycle, yeah. You know. yeah. So Cancer Man finds Mulder's snowplow and then just kind yeah. of looks at it going, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't say anything, Cancer Man, in this film, and yet no. he just has that like presence. But so it's, it's Mulder, how you can interpret what's happening by the way he smokes. <laughs> Yeah, like, it's yeah. almost just like mm, I've seen that and healed before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a very particular way to inhale a cigarette that tells you everything you need to know about the way he's thinking. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Mulder gets deep inside the ship and he goes for a slide. It's like, wee, <laughs> straight down. Uh, basically, just a really quick way of getting him down to where he needs to be. Um, yeah. He finds the the casket that Scully must have been in that's open. He knows Scully must have been in it because her cross necklace is still yeah. there in the casket, which is nice and convenient. I tell you what's good as well. I feel as if a lot of the things in the spaceship are matte paintings, you know? Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, but that's that's it's, it's a lost art form, isn't it? Yeah, but it was almost like going at that point as well, like it yeah, wasn't used yeah. much. So it's, mm. it's I, like I think I really like when I see that. Like I think it's yeah. it's nice. Yeah, yeah, it, it is a lost art form. I think I just yeah, I wish they'd bring back matte paintings. I prefer yeah, matte paintings over like a CGI background. Yep, hundred percent. Mulder finds Scully's casket. Uh, he starts kind of trying to break it. Well, first he, he vaccines it. So he sticks the vaccine in to the tube. He finds this, this like tube thing and he sticks the vaccine in it and it goes like, no, goes well, down. Hey? Oh, shoulder. yeah, yeah. So so he smashes the he smashes the thing first, yeah. doesn't he? He smashes, he smashes a yeah. hole in it and then he puts... That. Yeah, pulls the thing no, yeah. out yeah. of it. He does. He doesn't pull that out until he puts the vaccine in. Yeah, it goes. He all puts the vaccine in, and then, yeah, it goes all, and then and then he kind of pulls it out, and she starts coughing, and then. Yeah, I, I love the this, idea of this. That you get the the map painting, and you get the idea of this gigantic structure, and he's yeah. almost just like jogging along, and he's like, "Oh, that's Gilly." Like, <laughs> you know, it's like he, he just happens to stumble across her. Yeah. But well, it's not that he just happens to just stumble, stumble across it. He, he knows that she's in the vicinity because he's found the box she came in because because it's got her clothes and her, her cross in it. So he he knows that if she's been taken out of that and put into one of these things, then it must be must be one of these that are nearby. So, um, but. But but it is all a bit like yeah you do get there a bit quickly given how big the ship is it's like yeah it, it's almost very convenient that you fell down that long slidey thing to where you did it turns into a long protracted sequence now where it's you know it's the finale the the, the vaccine has got into the ship so all the systems are failing all the people on the bridge are kind of like get out of here, get out of here. I think, you know, gas is erupting. Aliens are starting to burst forth from the canisters. Scully's kind of flaking out and looking like he's lost, he's lost breath and Mulder's doing the whole breathe, breathe kind of thing. And she, she breathes, starts coughing and he's got to carry her on the shoulder and an alien breaks out and it's all very tense and kind of get out of there, get out of there. It's, it's a lot of screen time where there's not so much anything happening that is of vital importance to the overall mythology, but it builds up the sense of just how big the conspiracy is because yeah. of how big the ship is, how many aliens there are in it, how many bodies of human beings there are in it. Mm -hmm. But it's putting on a proper climax for the movie as well. It's, yes. it's, it's yeah. building it up. It just can't it can't just go out with a whimper. It needs to do no. something huge in that. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean it really does feel as if it's 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 went somewhere different. You know, it's got these aliens and the canisters breaking out. It's got that monster yeah. feeling to it. It's just everything about it's just bigger and better than you would get in a TV show. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very tense. I love the alien design. I love that. I, I like, don't, don't get, it doesn't really linger on it either. You know, yes, it does that thing yeah. where it's limiting your view. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. It's just I, I love that they don't. 
always they don't show it you like full on it's always like yeah. the head or the the eye or part of the shoulder and the the side side profile but it's very quick and it's like but you get the sense of the vicious nature of this thing and and that you do yeah. not want to be hanging around when it's popping out but they they manage to get out anyway and they get to the top of the ice and it's at that moment that the ship just starts coming up <laughs> it just starts rising and like all the snow kind of just drops Mulder and Scully disappear and then mm. suddenly it just comes out and they're like sliding down the side of it and they fall off the ship. Scully faints as she's prone to do. Oh, God. <laughs> but Scully, it, you see? Uh, <laughs> in all fairness, it. in all fairness, she's been through a lot. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's been in the... I it's, it's, up and be like, like, like look at it. Scully. Come on, come on, bitch. <laughs> So yeah, so she Mulder witnesses it. So all the stuff he's been through in season five, where he was doubting whether or not aliens were real, mm. that's totally gone out the window now. <laughs> he's he's like, nope, aliens are definitely real. There, there ain't no way you're telling me this is just some government conspiracy yeah. now. So, um, but yeah, so we, we, we're going to get old-fashioned Mulder back after this. That's for sure. Oh, okay. and, and that and that's how that whole sequence basically ends with a pan out a pull out and you just see this massive gaping crater it's like volcanic sized crater in the ground where the ship was what is it you find incredible well where would you like me to start so Mulder and Scully are at this hearing the hearing Mm -hmm. basically dismisses everything they say and they say there's no (laughs) evidence and they're like you take it do you want to go back to the Antarctica and just see that big ass crater that the ship left in the ground yeah it's like um so like there's no evidence um scully gives them the b that she found tells them that they have no unit in the fbi that is qualified to look at the evidence in hand obviously they had the bone fragment they've got the b big ass crater back in the antarctic Uh, so it's basically just we need the x-files back yeah yeah it's a it's their way of saying look you did have a team that could have investigated this evidence but now you yeah. don't. There's an interesting work of fiction on page 24. Mysteriously, our names have been omitted. Scully meets Mulder on the park bench. Mm. He tells her to... Go be a doctor. Go be a doctor while you still can. And she's like... If I quit now, they win. She takes his hand and they go walking off into the sunset. Yeah. And then we get one final stinger, which is in Tunisia. <laughs> we, we see... So we see we see Strughold and he's he's it's another one of these sites where it's like bees you know, like, oh, corn yeah. cornfield with a bee factory in the background yeah. and uh, Canterman lands and he basically gives Strughold a telegram that he's received and then buggers off and yeah. Strughold kind of reads it looks a bit miffed to be honest drops it on the floor yeah. and just wanders off yeah. into the cornfield and then we see a close up of the telegram. And it just says, X-Files reopened, stop, please advise, stop. And and that's it. We go out of the yep. film with the X-Files once again being open. Final thoughts. Go. I mean, it's, it's, it's a bit hard. Because I feel like this is, is very different from a, a TV episode. So, mm. and, and rightfully so, because it's, um, it's a big budgeted movie, 66 million of a budget, in yeah. fact. So you know it's hard to really relate and amongst with that but i really do enjoy it i feel it's got i had a lot of focus on it 
and everything I think really generally works for the most part. I think the ending sequence is probably the one that kind of feels most ill-fitting, that little, like you say, stinger at the end. Ow! Especially yeah. as he doesn't come back. If he came back... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and that could have been the intention. Yeah. They could still have recast if they had to. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, 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 I just, it's there literally to tell us that the X Files have been reopened. But I think you kind of get that with Scully's sentiments at the hearing. You know, when yeah. you kind of look at each other and they be, I'm like, oh, yes, yeah, it's, it's coming back. Yeah. You know well, that. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, like, you, you, you can open the, the, f the first episode of the next season, you open with X Files been reopened. Um, yeah. And we know why, because we've just seen the movie. But yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't mind. I don't mind the stinger at the end. Huh? It's, yeah, so um, it's 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 because like I said I don't I don't feel comfortable giving it a star rating because it's it's something different than the the TV show um and so yeah I I so I, I've got two ratings for this okay right which is this so I've I've got my I'm just a movie nerd I love movies kind of rating and I've right, got okay. my and I've got my I'm an X Files fanatic I've got my X Files rating okay. I could so, do that. Yeah. So for me, this is a four-star movie. Okay. Yes. If I if I was if I was coming to this and I was just rated, you know, if, if I wasn't an X Files guy, I was I just came to it and was like, this is my introduction. How does this sit, just purely as a movie on its own? Um, well, I think it tells a really good conspiracy story. I think we yep. we really do get a glimpse of who Mulder and Scully are. I feel like we. Even if you didn't know him in the series, they do a really good job of showing us who they are. Um, we get a whole cast of characters that are quite intriguing. I'm sucked into this world. Um, there's some really great action set pieces. The chopper sequence in the cornfield is, like I said, kind of goes nowhere. Uh, it's a bit. It's all. It's, it's a whole lot of nothing, for, really, mm. when, when it comes down to it. Beyond that, it's 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 a really good throwback to your seventies political conspiracy thriller but with yeah. aliens thrown in and that's what it feels like you know all the president's men that kind of film but with aliens and on a big grand scale and yeah. i love that so for me <clears throat> it's a four-star movie now as an x-files fan despite the criticism with the with the you know the cornfield and, and whatnot i'm seeing my favorite show on mm. the big screen with a big budget with a pretty solid story, I'm in my element. Oh, this yeah. is five stars. So as, as an X-Files fan, this is five stars for me. If you want to split the difference, I give this a four and a half out of five. I'd be with you. I'm with you on the four for the movie, five for the X-Files phenomenon. I think you should be differentiating it like that. You know, when amongst all yeah. the episodes, it, it stands kind of right up there and it, it gives yeah. that cinematic element and as a movie it's a really solid movie there's such a huge quotient of people that have seen all the star trek movies but mm. but never watched the show you don't give a toss about the yes. show but they, they, they like they like they've watched all the movies and it's like yeah i love wrath of khan you know i love undiscovered country uh, i love first contact and that's because they're movie fans and you know what mm. those three movies are genuinely good movies Mm -hmm. And yet they get to other ones like Star Trek Insurrection, where they're like, just feels like a, I don't know, a, a, a two-part episode with a slightly bigger budget. Now, I really like Star Trek Insurrection, but then I've watched all of Star Trek The Next Generation. So I, I mm. totally get it. I can see why movie fans come to that and think, eh, it's nothing special. But as a Star Trek 
fan. I really like Star Trek Insurrection. Um, so, so that yeah, so this is that. I think come to this as a movie fan, it's a four star film. Come to it as an X Files fan, it's a five star film. I, I think I should always also be a special mention to the fact that this is this is not after the season is finished. This is not after the series is finished. This is mm, mid yeah. Uh, yeah. season because this like I, I've got a, a little note here that. Uh, the finale of season five aired on the 17th of May. The movie was released the 19th of June, and then season six started on the 8th of November. You know, like that's yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. Like, it's, yeah. it's pretty much unheard of. It's a super quick turnaround, mm. and you're starting, you're starting off from where like mid season, and then you've got to mm. end it in such a way that it satisfies those movie fans makes them feel like they've had a complete story, but mm-hmm. that also brings you, you you show fans of the show back for season six. And I just think, yeah. I'm not sure you could have done a better job, really. No, um, no. I know, I'll, I'll so. say this as well. 66 million budget, it made 190 worldwide. So that, that, and that's a TV show making that kind of yeah. money. That's like, like, why why do you think we didn't get more movies? Yeah, and I, I mean... I mean, that's not a massive box office, to be honest, because no. it's 66, $66 million budget, then you've got marketing on top of that. So I don't I don't know if that's just production budget or whether that's production it's just, it's just and production marketing. Budget. Yeah, I so, think that's just production budget. Yeah, so, so, so it, wouldn't, it wouldn't have made a huge profit. The biggest angle for Fox to make the movie was to drum up more interest so that when season six starts... They, they get a whole sway, new swathe of viewers, yeah. and they did, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So um, it's, it's not losing money, you know. It's not. No, no, it's, it's not losing money. Personally, and I've said this before, I think the the way to go would have been let's just stick with movies now. And I think you could have built yeah. on that audience if you'd have had a movie come out sooner, rather than letting the show die and then bring a movie yeah. out years later when no one was interested anymore, which is what they did. Um, then I think yeah. they could have built on that momentum. But yeah. So I, I've never seen the second movie. Yeah. Well, we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, we will. Yeah. So is that as finished? Okay. Wrapped up? Well done. That's it. That's it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll be back with season six soon, which I'm looking forward to getting into. After the movie, I'm rejuvenated and excited, especially after season five, which was tremendous. Yeah. So yeah, that's going to be good. So join us next time where we will be starting at season six. We'll probably have a little bit of a break again just to rejuvenate ourselves and then we'll come back, as always, talking more X-Files. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks for joining us on YouTube and uh, whatever podcast service you join us on. And don't forget to review and like. That would be fantastic as well. And we'll see you next time on the X-Files Revisited. You've been listening to the X-Files Revisited. Please join us next time when we dissect another episode of this classic series. If you like what you've been listening to, please don't forget to click subscribe and also leave a rating and a review. It really does help us to get seen. If you'd like to hear or see more from Graham, please visit Man V Film on YouTube. Likewise, if you'd like to hear or see more from Brian, then please head over to Brian Lomax Movie Talk, also on YouTube. All that's left for us to do is to thank you for listening. And until next time, trust no one.